Welcome to Homegrown Conversations, a collaboration between KFSK and the Petersburg Public Library. I'm Kari Peterson, and today I'm talking with Heather Thomas about DVD recommendations from Petersburg Public Library's collection. Heather graduated from Seattle Art Institute with a degree in filmmaking with a focus on screenwriting. She is passionate about films and filmmaking. Welcome, Heather. Hi. <laughs> Hi. So um, Heather is, I know, responsible for developing a lot of our film collection um, as an employee of the library. And um, I know she's been going through the collection and wanted to select things that were kind of um, not films that everybody's already seen that we've all, all know about major Hollywood films. And so um, I had asked her to come on and and give some film recommendations. So you yeah, I yeah, I know. I, I was trying to think of all the um, all the movies I've added to like <laughs> since I started there, and it was like I think I had to pump the brakes a couple times because I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many things we should you know that we should get. Um, but I, I was going through the collection the other day, and uh, I found a few actually that I had ordered to watch, and I just never watched. Um, and uh, let's see here. I got, well, one that was actually pretty good. I watched it last night. Um, it's called Colossal. It stars uh, Anne Hathaway. Um, oh, shoot. There's a few other people in it. Anyway, the premise, it's kind of kind of goofy, but it's about this girl who uh, moves back home. Her life is kind of like going downhill. She moves back home. And uh, at the same time, she moves back home in Seoul, South Korea, this like giant monster uh, appears, like Godzilla-sized monster appears in the city and is like wreaking havoc. Um, and uh, is not spoiling anything because it's on the back of the case, but she realizes like that she's, the, this monster is like mimicking everything she's doing. And she like starts thinking that she's like this monster somehow that is like appearing there, like her movements, everything she does is like, mimicking this uh this giant monster that's destroying this town and um it came out eh, probably in like the last four years or something but it's like it's a really weird plot but it it was actually a really good movie and uh it got a little dark like for part of it but for me I think my favorite movies usually end up being kind of these under the radar uh stories that are kind of like just have something weird in them where you're just like what like what like it doesn't make sense but it's fun to kind of go along and figure it out and uh but colossal is a, is actually it's worth a watch i think it's um it's kind of weird but it's not like weird weird it's just kind of like i don't know it it was good though it was pretty funny um and i have never been a huge like I've always seen Anne Hathaway and stuff, and I thought she was good, but I think she was really good in this one. So I, I don't know. It's worth a watch. Okay. But. Well, I have, you keep saying that it's weird in Anne Hathaway and a, it's a big monster. <laughs> is that, yeah. Those yeah, it's just, it's kind of like a, it's almost like a dark comedy, kind of darkish comedy. It doesn't start out that way. It kind of gets, gets to be, but. Um, it just mostly, I mean, it just had an interesting story. That's why I was like, I need to watch that ever since I heard about it. And then I saw it in the library the other day and I was like, how have I not watched this yet? <laughs> okay. So it's worth the watch. Yeah. So what's, what's your next pick? Let's see. Oh, well, we were talking about, let's see. 
you and I were talking about documentaries the other day and you actually, um, before I get to mine, I did watch the trailer for, um, is it called my octopus teacher? Oh my gosh. I watched that this week. It's not, I think it just came out. So it's not out yet on DVD, but it looked, I didn't watch it. I watched the trailer and I was like, Oh my gosh. I, it, it has been a while since I've seen like really, like a really good documentary. I've watched nature shows sometimes with my kids, but um, I watched the other day, I watched a documentary called Pressing On, it, the letterpress film. It's all about like the letterpress industry and like, all, it's so cool. I've never, I've always been curious about letterpress, but it's like one of those things I, I've been scared to learn about because it seems like a thing I'd spend a lot of money on. <laughs> like when I learned letterpress and like, it's just so cool. I'd be like, oh my God, I just need to have like a garage full of letterpress stuff. But that documentary... I backed it on Kickstarter a long time ago. And that's another one I've been sitting on meaning to watch. And I watched it like last week and it was so good. Like it was beautifully filmed. Um, and like, I've always been kind of curious about letterpress and I really, I put it on for background just cause I figured it was something that wouldn't be too like action packed so I could get some work done. And then I just, I think I just stood here watching it the whole time. Like I, it, it was so cool. Um, but that one I would highly recommend. I haven't really, heard like seen it advertised places or it, it came out a few years ago as well but um but yeah that that it was awesome okay and I I want to interject here too for for listeners that any films that um Heather recommends today we will have a list of those films available in the podcast description on the um public library's website and you can get their um from the public library's website or from kfsk.org. We'll also have a link to it. And the other, I had one other um, documentary that I was thinking about too, actually. Um, I thought about the last time when we were, um, when we were on with Gus and talking about comic books, the, uh, the turtle power, the history of the Ninja Turtles, like oh. the whole history, like, yeah, it, that, um, yeah, That's it's called so turtle cool. power and it. it was really good. It's, it's like, is really like kind of feel good. <laughs> like you get done with it and you're like, oh, you know, it's just, it's such a cool um, story about how these guys, uh, you know, created these comic books and how it just spiraled into this huge thing. And it's just like, I don't know, it's kind of fun to see. Cause I, I grew up with a lot of that. I didn't get, I didn't go see like the coming out of their shell tour, you know, because <laughs> I lived in Alaska, but um, you know, I grew up with all that. I think they created the Ninja Turtles around like I think the same year I was born maybe or or that was yeah or that's when the TV show came out shortly after and so um but yeah that one is a really good uh documentary as well I've actually watched that one a couple times because it's just kind of kind of fun um but we also had I also had um an animated one because there's a lot of animated comic book movies that have been coming out lately like mostly DC they put out a few a year but there was one I hadn't seen in a while, uh, and that was the Dark Knight Returns, the animated uh, movie. We have probably, well, I've been adding to the animated comic book movie collection for a while, too. So we've got quite a few of them, but uh, the Dark Knight Returns is a, is a pretty good one. It's based on the, um, the comics. So if you've read uh, those comic books, it's like, I mean, it's just like straight out of the book. It's awesome. So... Um, that was that was my favorite. I think that's my favorite animated one that we have in our collection as far as comic book movies go. So, and I'm not sure how many people would have seen that one. Okay. 
And that is that one. That one's in the TV collection. Oh no, it's in the movies. It's It's like a two-part movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Animated movie. So Um, let's see. Going down my list, I have just so many random uh, things here. Uh, One that I I thought of a couple that I watched in film school. I think um, there were there were a few film school movies that I think I ordered for our collection a while ago. I remembered watching them. Uh, checking them out from the library and watching them recently, but um, I don't know if you've heard of uh, the Russian art. Or it's I think it's just called Russian Ark. Have you? Does that sound familiar? It's a Russian movie. It um, I believe it was the first movie to be shot entirely in one take on film, wow. and so it was kind of yeah, yeah. I just I remember it. It wasn't my favorite movie, but it was such a cool thing that they did that I, I've seen it a few times uh, but you're basically just going through this building following this guy talking about history and he's it's like I, I don't even know how to explain it but it's it's really cool that's one kind of uh, that I recommend to people sometimes because it's so easy to think of nowadays like if you really wanted to you could like grab your phone and go you know film for 90 minutes or something like that. And, you know, if you mess up, you just redo it. Um, I believe they had enough film to shoot this movie to do three takes and they messed up the first two and they got it on the third take. So this was like their last chance to finish this movie. <laughs> it's like, but it's a, it's just kind of interesting to think about now because uh, you don't, that's not really a problem that you would have, but it, I guess it makes it a little less, slightly less, spectacular if you do it nowadays I guess I mean it's still cool because it takes a lot of work but um just it would just be so nerve-wracking trying to do that with uh on film so that's that's a cool one I always recommend to people because it's it's just something you don't uh you don't really see that one in the feature film collection or is it in the um, uh yeah that would be in um that'd be in the foreign film okay so it's yeah yep yep it's yeah Let's see. And then the other kind of interesting one. Um, well, I mean, we watched a lot of weird stuff in film school that <laughs> I just want to like erase from my memory. <laughs> but um, we watched this movie uh, called Lady in the Lake, not Lady in the Water. That's the Shyamalan movie. But Lady in the Lake is a um, it's based on Dashiell Hammett's Philip Marlowe detective stories. Um, I think it came out in the, like the late 40s. Um, and it's, I can't remember which of the seven books it was, maybe like third or fourth. Um, but the whole movie was filmed, um, like you're looking at the, all the actors are looking right at you because they're looking in the camera as if the camera is the main character. So you see his like arms and stuff and you only, so you're following, you're basically the detective. (laughs) So you're, it's really weird. Um, it's kind of off-putting actually because they're like staring at you and you see a guy like throw a punch and you just see his arms you know because you're you're supposed to be seeing this from the detective's point of view you only catch a glimpse of him when he like uh I know he walks by a mirror at one point and you're like oh okay so that's you know um the detective but it's so it's so weird it's another one that I'm just like you just it's hard to describe it but you just kind of have to watch it I I think a couple movies have come out like that since there was a um there was a movie that was shot like that with gopros i think it was called hardcore henry and i 
think I'm not sure if that was supposed to be I didn't watch it it seemed a little um too much for me <laughs> but uh Lady in the Lake is to my knowledge the first time anybody's ever done that with a movie um and it's just I don't know it's hard to describe but it's a it's an interesting one to to check out for sure I, I can see why it didn't catch on though because once you watch it you're kind of like Ugh. <laughs> like it's just so weird but it's it's cool it's yeah okay and is that one in the classics or um that one will be yeah 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 in the classic collection yes yeah in the classics yeah uh let's see here there was also uh there was also okay so we have a movie called fido which has like they printed two different versions of this dvd two different covers and the one we have is the like scary horrible looking cover so i can understand why it probably doesn't get checked out but um it's actually it's a zombie movie that's set in like the so if you think of like a classic 60s ish 50s movie and just like an and then you throw zombies into it basically um and i watched that one when it came out i can't remember exactly when that one came out but uh, it's so, it was really funny and it was really like, uh, I don't even know how to describe that movie, but if you want an interesting kind of take on zombie movies, cause I think, uh, I think we've all seen like hundreds of zombie movies come out in the last, uh, few years, 10 years, five years. Um, this is kind of an interesting one that does it a little bit differently. And I'm not sure, um, just when you said that it kind of sparked something in in my mind because we just um the boys and I just started watching um Umbrella Academy the third oh yeah yeah and, um, yeah I don't I know we have the books of the Umbrella Academy I can't mm-hmm. think of that if we have the the seasons though Oh yeah, no, I don't, the, um, yeah, the second season just started airing. I don't even think they've released the first one on DVD. Okay. But it was, that's a good one. It's, um, some people have like these, the like style and comic bookiness and the kind of silliness of it. They've kind of, some people will compare it a little bit to Doom Patrol, which we do have, um, which is a different comic book, you know, thing entirely, but they both came out around the same time and, um, for some reason, Doom Patrol is already out on DVD and that and Umbrella Academy isn't, but uh it was good. Like I think they um yeah, I, I think there's a certain point where show like because you can have just kind of like weird nonsense shows, like uh well, since I brought up Doom Patrol, that's a comic book that like I never we have a couple books of that here or at the library, and uh we have the first season, but like the the weird stuff that happens in it is almost like you can't even wrap your head around it at any point like a weird stuff can happen with no answers kind of a thing and I like Umbrella Academy that how at least kind of the kooky silly stuff like you can understand it and it has an explanation or you're like oh okay this is happening because of this even though it's like really out there so um yeah we definitely should get Umbrella Academy when that comes out because that yeah that was a fun show. Yeah. I'm only in like a couple episodes into the second season, but. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've watched that with the boys and, and um, I'm not an action girl. Um, I, I like pretty mellow stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I've really enjoyed it, but. 
Yeah, no, it's, um, it's very interesting. And at least most of the action scenes, they end up being like ridiculous or kind of funny or over the top or like just really, really cool looking. So it's like, it doesn't get too repetitive or too like, oh, you know, it's like, there's always something funny or weird going on, so. If you're just joining us, this is Homegrown Conversations, a collaboration between KFSK and the Petersburg Public Library. I'm Kari Peterson, and today I'm talking with Heather Thomas about DVD recommendations from the Petersburg Public Library's collection. Um, so back to our conversation. Yeah. Running through my list here. There was, um, I might do a few TV shows, actually, because I found a lot of them that um, that I was like, oh, yeah, I ordered this one. Because there were a lot of kind of not on, so on the radar TV shows that once I started working at the library, I was like, oh, man, we should get this so I can check it out. And um, there was one, let's see, I think one of the first ones I that I got was a TV show called The Crazy Ones. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's got Robin Williams. Um, oh. Yeah, he runs at like advertising, an ad agency, and... Um, it's just a comedy, like half hour comedy. Um, and it ran for one season. Um, and we have it, uh, at the library, of course. Um, but it was really funny. It was so goofy. I mean, it's just like Robin Williams in every episode. So, um, yeah, I didn't like, I just, I haven't run into a lot of people that have come across that, that one. I think I, I probably streamed it after it was already, had already done its run on TV, but, uh, that's a good one. It's just, I don't know, kind of a fun Robin Williams show. Um, let's see. Oh, there was one. Oh gosh. What's, um, called the good guys. It's got, uh, Colin Hanks in it. It's, it's like a detective comedy, uh, which also only ran for one season. I don't know why it seems like all my favorite shows are the ones that <laughs> ran for one season, but, um, it's so goofy, but, um, but yeah, that was a good one. Um, let's see. Oh, I can't think of the other guy's name that's in it. But yeah, it's just a ridiculous detective comedy. Okay. And, uh, oh, and there was also, oh goodness, Son of Zorn. Have you heard of this at all? No. I don't know if it's one guest that have checked out, but um, it's basically, oh, how do I describe this? So like, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where people in animated people so it's basically like that it's like a modern show but there's also this like he-man masters of the universe-esque animated island that <laughs> exists and so you know sometimes these heroes fly over to you know america wherever they <laughs> wherever they go and so it's kind of like a mixed animation and uh you know live action uh tv show and it's totally it's completely ridiculous i don't know it's so it's it's pretty funny. I think that one ran for a couple of seasons. Um, but, uh, we definitely, we have that one at the library cause I needed to check it out and, re and rewatch it again. It's kind of <laughs> silly. Some of it's a little out there, but, uh, but yeah, that's another one I've never, anytime I'm like, has anybody seen this? Nobody's, <laughs> nobody's heard of it. So. Well, what about, I have to say, and I know that it was really repetitive, but Flash, the series. Oh, I yeah. Um, I, I think of all, it's tough because with the CW 
their network, it's, they make like a certain type of show. And so some of their comic book properties can feel a little bit like, uh, like they're doing weird stuff with them. But the flash is like probably the most true to comics, like TV show adaptation. Like I, I, I think it had one of them. Well, let's see, that one came out right after arrow. I believe that was the second one to, to come out, but like, yeah, I, I liked it. Like it's, it, uh, yeah, it's it's at least true to the comics, you know, for a lot of the different things in it. And sometimes you get like a villain that you're like, it's kind of like cringy or, or whatever. But um, but it's like it's fun. Like I I like that one. If I had to just watch, I can't think of all the comic book properties that CW has right now. But I think that one was probably the best one. And I think too, as um it was a great film for me to watch or a great series for me to watch because Mm -hmm. the kids loved it. And, um, it, I don't, I'm not so into comic books like my kids. And so the, the different timelines, it really was a great starting place for me to understand comic books, um, and the different timelines and universes and how they, (laughs) because I don't know. Yeah. Back of all that but um it's, it's very a, difficult <laughs> and flash has it in a way that was easy to understand yeah um and yeah. I guess I have to ask I want to ask you too the arrow what did you think of the arrow is that one um I I liked it to an extent um gosh I remember like as far as my history goes, Green Arrow has been like, I mean, that was one of my favorite comic book characters for a really long time. So when I heard that they were doing a TV show, I was like, oh, because um, like my, uh, like Brandon and uh, some of our friends, we were going to shoot, we were like, I was talking, we were talking about um, trying to film some kind of comic booky thing, like just for fun. We were like, let's just make like a fan film or something. Um, and we were like, what could we possibly do here? Because, you know, you have like Superman and the Flash and all the, you know, you have like Central City and Metropolis and all these places that like, no, I, there's no way you could replicate that here without like knowing a serious amount of like computer graphics stuff. And so I'm like, what superhero thing could we possibly film in Petersburg? And I was like, oh my gosh, like the Flash year one where he's like stuck on an island, you know? And so we, we'd been talking about this for a while and we were like, oh man, we're going to do this thing. And then like, right as we we wrote a script for it and we got all this stuff going. And then like, right as we were like finalizing, like planning, doing all this stuff, it was like right when they announced the Arrow TV show. And I was like, what? And so we were like, okay, maybe we won't do this right now. Cause it's just like doing the same thing, you know, as, uh, potentially as this other show might be doing. And so like, I knew nothing about it, but I was, I was like a, a little bit skeptical cause I, I haven't seen a whole lot of good comic book TV adaptations, but I was just like, oh my gosh, this would be perfect. And it was like, they definitely took it in a way different direction than I thought. And so I was like, okay, I had to adjust. Cause I was like, you know, I had that thing I wanted to see like a certain comic book series of Green Arrow that I was like, oh man. Um, but I, like, it was pretty good. It, I think my problem mostly comes down to a lot of stuff on the CW, uh, like their superhero stuff. It's like, 
they'll do good to the comics for a while, but then they like interject ridiculous drama just to be like super dramatic. Like somebody's always got to be like, I don't know, like cheating on someone or in love with somebody that's, you know, is dating someone else. And it's like, Oh, you know, and then everybody's breaking up with everybody for everybody else. And it's like, if they could get past that, that stuff, I would like them a lot more. But um, it was interesting. It, they definitely did some way different stuff from than you know was in the comics. But in a way, that's nice too because sometimes I don't want to see a like a shot for shot remake of of something I've I've read. But uh, but yeah, it it was pretty good. I didn't see the last mm, maybe the last three seasons. I got like they CW started coming out with so many comic book shows. I was like, I would have to rearrange my schedule to be able to like keep up with all of them. So I just had to be like, you know what? I kept up with the flash a little longer and then, um, Supergirl, I think. Oh but yeah. I did you... Supergirl too. Yeah. That, I think, um, I want to say it started out on Fox and then they, after the first season, I think they moved it to the CW. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really cheesy. Yeah. Um, but, but I, and I don't do cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. Um, I really yeah, enjoyed it. I, um, I came back for more with Supergirl. I liked her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, did you ever watch um, Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman when it was on? No. Um, I watched that one. Uh, we have well. I was gonna recommend that one too. Actually, that's on my list <laughs> because that one is pretty cheesy. But like, that was one thing I kind of liked about when I started watching Supergirl. I was like, okay, this is kind of you know. But it it almost a little bit reminded me of Lois and Clark, and I love that show. It was it was ridiculous. Like it, I mean, it was good. It's a good comic book show, but it was definitely like they had like the cheesy and kind of like Lois Lane and Clark Kent like romancy stuff was was a big part of it um but yeah I don't know I like I I rewatch Lois and Clark all the time too so I think that's kind of why I liked Supergirl a little bit um as well because it I mean I liked it in general but I also was like oh it's cheesy like <laughs> Lois and Clark sometimes I'm like oh goodness but I like it it reminds me of my childhood <laughs> oh Okay. Is there any um, last recommendations you want to put out there? Oh gosh, I know it was so hard trying to find like what what's going to make the cut and what you know. And then there were a few that I thought of that I was like, do you know? I wanted to make sure we had <laughs> we had them first. But uh, well, gosh, my last oh, I did have one sci-fi one that maybe people have seen. The Orville. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. Um, Seth MacFarlane is in it. It's like a, it's like Star Trek, but a little sillier, but also like really like the, I don't know, like the, the science fiction stories of like all the episodes are, I, a lot of my friends that are hardcore, like Star Trek fans really, really like the Orville. Cause it's kind of like that. It's a little bit sillier sometimes, but, um, that was a pretty good one. Um, I think we, I think we have both seasons of that that are out um, so far. But yeah, I like that show too. Gosh, like I said, I, we're gonna get done talking, and I'm gonna have like, I'm gonna text you 60 different movies. I'm like, oh, shoulda. Yes, and didn't I think of them I in time. Interject here too that I told Heather I would. She knew she was gonna think of a bunch more after the show, 
And so I told her I would add a section to the description of the podcast of films not discussed on the show that Heather thought of that need to go on the list. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So is there anything you want to add before I... Oh, uh, no. Gosh, that's that's it for me. I. Yeah. I, I will let you know any other movies I think of, and then I'm sure I've got I've got a whole huge list to <laughs> for, oh a huge to buy list for the library still that's been slowly uh, growing over the last like I don't know four or five months so get oh. some more stuff in there. Well, thank you for sharing your passion with us today. Um, I know it's you're always a good person to get film recommendations from, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, so. no, it was fun. Thank you. And thank you to KFSK and Friends of Petersburg Libraries for making today's show possible. <laughs>